Ryan, Tony, and Chris We can't guarantee that you're gonna look great. But if you wanna stay in shape, well, you better hit the chinwits. Welcome to the Jim Woods Podcast. I'm Ryan George. I'm Justin Guild, a.k.a. Chef Sonic. And I'm Tony Marinucci, a.k.a. Tips with Tony. And we are the Jim Wits. So another week of uh, quarantine, um, and a, a big week, actually, a holiday weekend, uh, Passover and uh, Easter. So yeah. um, how, did you guys, how did you guys spend the, uh, this weekend? So I'm actually Greek. So my Easter, I'm actually in Holy Week right now. My Easter is coming up on Sunday. Oh, okay. Nice. So my, my weekend was like any other quarantine weekend. Lots any, of- <laughs> then any plans for next holiday weekend with everything uh, the way it is? I don't know. It's so hard. Like we're, my, my, my mom is like a distraught that we're not going to be together as a family, but I, yeah. you know, so we'll probably, I'll just, we, we zoom and FaceTime regularly, but we'll just yeah. do a little bit more. I personally am, I'm alone. So I'm probably, um, you know, there's very, like, very certain traditions that we do. So I'm going to go and buy those foods and, like, you know, try to make my own little celebration. But nice. nothing else. Yeah. What about you guys? Uh, Justin, do you any anything for the holiday weekend? So not um, not all that much. I was just basically staying home. Uh, my girlfriend was staying with me for much of the time. So that was, that, that was nice. Um, nothing just cooked some dinners and just did 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 what quarantiners do but uh i did have um we did go out one time we wanted it was it was a nice day so we decided to take a walk around the uh around the reservoir Mm -hmm. and um we went with my mom and so i i I know it well all right i'll tell you i'll tell you the story so we're walking and yeah some people are running by and they're you know no one said anything they just sort of walking and they run around us because there's three of us walking on the reservoir in central park path and so at one point we're walking and i hear this 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 whiny voice saying behind you to the left behind you to the left to the left behind you and so i like turn around and i and i give him the and, and like i don't say anything but i'm like all right you're you, you know you're a little shit and I'm just going to stare at you like you could have, you know, nicely. My mom actually doesn't have good hearing. Not that he knew that, but um, she doesn't hear all that well. And she's old and not. So I'm like looking at him and I'm giving him the, you know, I'm going to look you dead in the eyes. And then so he keeps and then he's like, come on, you're six feet. Come on, six feet. Like saying stuff like that. And then finally my um you know, my girlfriend said something and then I start just start. And then I started yelling out obscenities at him that I wasn't going to hoping that he would turn around. And I was totally willing to fight this guy (laughs) over something that, and I'm like wondering, like, like, you know, why, why would I do that? Like, you know, why, why wasn't I Zen enough to just say, all right, this guy is just a a nobody. I'm just going to let him, just going to let him go. Like, why was I like so willing to, to like actually hurt this guy like, and I probably would have, it's like, not right. It's like, like, that's not the Zen, you know, that, that's not the way of the, the, the martial artist. Not that mm-hmm. I was ever a martial artist, but um, that's not the way of, of doing it. You're supposed to just say, all right, just let, let it, you know, but I guess I'm not, and normally I am pretty Zen, but why was I just not that Zen this time just to say, well, all right. I think with everything going on, I think we're all a little bit short tempered, whether we want to be or not. Right. It's just, this, we're all going through this. Even you, Tone? 
Yeah, I you're mean, never short tempered. You're never short tempered. No, I mean, but like last week, I, I like I could find like when this all first started happening, I was like crying for no reason. So I think we all release our emotions in different ways. So like for you, it's short tempered and angered. For me, it's just really sad and tears. <laughs> like, okay. So, but it's like it would be like nothing that actually happened to make me cry, but I was crying. You know? Yeah, I think so isn't I that think called probably, isn't that called like hormones? Like no, don't, it wasn't that. don't like. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like guys it do that, be, but like girls do that just be, But in, in general, this situation, like, I think we're all a little yeah. bit more emotional. Yeah, I think we're, we're all on edge. Um, and so I don't think it's on, I, I think it's pretty not normal. I think we're all cooped up, can't do anything we want. Um, and yeah, so I, yeah, I think you're right. I mean, I just think everybody's just a little tense, a little bit on edge, and it doesn't take a lot to, um, you know, to set you off. So. Yeah. Yeah, I can, and then just like it sounds like an annoying person. He was. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so he was a jogger. Yeah, he was just running. No, no, but yeah, yeah. So just like when jogger. I'm jogging, I go around people. Especially yeah. Especially now when you're doing social distancing, like I'm yeah. telling you to move, I'm moving. Like, yeah, that's the other weird thing. Like, I, I feel like if you're, it's one thing. Let's say you know the, only, the the time where you're you're in your right is like think about like if you're on a bike and someone's in the bike path. Yeah, yeah you can yeah. yell, you know, tell them to get out of the way. Um, you're supposed or, to actually yeah to. or like if you're on a track or something let's say you guys you you know you were walking on a track and like you know track, yeah. yeah and like you should be on the inside lane you know okay maybe i can understand that but yeah it's like if you're just walking then it's on the runner to avoid the people you know pedestrians it's not on on yeah, you yeah. to you know to get out of his way um yeah so did I, they close any of the parks, Justin, in the city? I feel like weren't didn't they weren't they supposed to do that? Uh, well, they haven't. You know, Central Park still open, Riverside because, Park is still because open. I heard that those places are like extra extra crowded because people are. Uh, everyone's going to the park, you know, because it's like they can't go anywhere else. Yeah, a lot of people have been going to the park. I mean, the how is that social distancing? Yeah. I mean, people don't get physically near each other. I mean, it's not like crowded, like because they're in the big park, like they're just in the big, so parks are big. So people just aren't walking next to each other. Are they staying like six feet apart? Oh, or yeah. Are people, people are doing that. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah, people are, do, are pretty good at that. Yeah. I'm not saying that it is, it's not like packed, but there's people out. It's a yeah. thing to do. All right. Um, Ryan, how's your dog? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it's funny that... Um, you kind of caught, we, we restarted at a pretty important time. So I think I told you last week, she'd seemed like, um, like she was getting more aggressive, right? Yeah. I guess last week. So, so we ended up, um, actually I'm like, she's like sitting here yeah. and I'm like terrified that she's going to like start like freaking out. Cause like you can like, I almost want you to hear what she sounds like when she's doing her crazy barking. But, <laughs> um, I think Justin, you've, I think you've heard it. Yeah. But, uh, but uh, so she, um, so we took her to the vet on Tuesday. So let's see, we, we recorded Saturday and she had been getting really crazy, um, like really aggressively tail chasing um, and her behavior was really bad. Um, and so we took her to the vet Tuesday and so the vet calls me. So first thing, I'm like a little scared that the vet's calling me because it was earlier than I thought, but she's like, okay, you know, the surgery went well. Um, it turns out she had half of an, like she had an ovary, like one of her ovaries was still there. So when they spayed her, like they just left a whole ovary and she had a cyst. So she definitely was, and she was definitely in heat. So we were right about, you know, we were right about it. She was in heat. So, the, so they went and, you know, removed everything. We got her back. Um, and 
you know, she's got this massive scar with a lot of stitches. Um, and it's like her behavior has been, you know, it's, you know, it's going to take a while for the hormones to, to level, but it's weird because in, in the past, she doesn't want anybody but me to hold her. And, and now she's like, she's, she gets aggressive, but she wants someone to just hold her and like rock her like a baby. It's really weird. So it's like, when she goes crazy, you have to sit up with her and just kind of bounce her up and down on your knee for like, however long until she relaxes and then she'll relax and just kind of go to her spot. So like, you know, she's still a little crazy. Um, and who knows how long, you know, it's going to take for the, you know, medication to wear off and for the hormones to levelize, but, you know, um, and, and she still has her like triggers, like food triggers her. So like feeding her is a nightmare because like, I, I don't know if it brings back like memories of like fighting for food or whatever, but she starts to get really crazy when you feed her. So you have to come up with all kinds of weird tricks to like get her to eat without realizing like, you know, it's feeding time. Um, but so far she's okay. And you know, it just costs a lot of money, uh, a lot of lost sleep, especially the last yeah, couple yeah. of weeks. But the last two nights I've slept, like basically what you have to do is like, like an hour before I want to sleep, I have to pick her up and sit with her and like have her on my lap. And then at some point she'll kind of like, relax and she'll just find a spot and fall down and then when she when she's sleeping i can get up and go to sleep and she'll generally she'll sleep through the night um and then you know she's a baby yeah so like right now she's on the floor and like um she she kind of will plop under my foot and so that thing is like sometimes she likes getting like like kind of rubbed but other times like she just like will start growling so you might hear her start growling at some point and then i'm gonna have to pick her up and like Older like a baby but so far she's okay wow. well, well i'm glad it seems like it's on the up optimistic yeah speaking speaking of animals we were supposed to talk about um talk about the the tiger king oh did you watch it i did i did oh uh, you watched it <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, wow. yeah okay well we yeah so, so what do you think um I think that pretty much everyone involved is a horrible, horrible person. <laughs> yeah, they're all such terrible people. Yeah, right. Just every one of them. They're they're just awful. Um, you feel bad for the uh, you know, for the for the animals, for the cats. Yeah. Like they're yeah, especially they're toward the being end, enslaved. Like they started falling apart. Yeah, like in the beginning, I'm going to be really honest with you. In the beginning, it was like, I mean, you know, when when the zoos were going doing well. Like, yes, they were caged, but they were being, at least they were still being treated relatively decent. But then when you watch it all fall apart, oh my gosh. From what they showed you. Exactly. Yeah. Well, exactly. Yeah. And it, like the, uh, I mean, yeah, every, I think everybody on that is terrible. Um, the, it's a batshit crazy. It's kind of an interesting story. Like, I wonder, you know, I, I, it's like a lot of it had to have been kind of dramatized, you know, like, I mean, not dramatized, but like, I wonder how much is embellished, um, to, you know, for the story. Because I feel like as a documentary, it's not a, it's, it's really plays like a, like a reality show, reality less show. like a documentary. Yeah. You know, it's like not a very well-made documentary, but they do a good no, job a of hooking you in to these like these insane characters. I was saying, so I have a weird anecdote. So maybe, God, more than ten years ago, I was watching some show on like, it must have been Travel Channel or you know some Discovery, some show, and they advertised for tigers, the, the guy with the, with the harem, you know, the Doc Antile. Yeah, yeah, and so yeah. we ended up going there uh, maybe like six or seven years ago. And like, you know, it's like in hindsight, like I, it's like a terrible decision. I'd never go to a place like that. Um, and I even, I felt gross kind of, like they do a good job of making you like the place and they treat the animals well. But I remember distinctly thinking one is like, huh, these 
women all seem like they're, you know, they're with him. Like it felt like, it felt cult-like just being there. And, and like, there was like maybe, I don't know, 80, 100 guests or something. But then I also thought like, what the hell do they do with all these tiger cubs? You know, like, cause you figure like, what's the life of a tiger cub? And then when you're done with that group, like where do they go? Cause they can't have enough acreage. Like they have to constantly breed tigers. And so I kind of felt gross about it when I really thought about like, wait, what the hell's going on with the tiger cubs? And so it's like, yeah, the experience was fine. Even though that guy kind of just, he just oozes like, it just, he just He's oozes gross. a disgusting per. I don't know, just something about yeah, him he just is. is like gross. But like they did a good job of making you enjoy the experience. But again, like afterwards, I was like, you know, we're like think, talking about, it. I was like, huh, what's going on? And then, you know, then later on when I'd had experiences with, you know, real, real rescue. So uh, then when we went to, we were in um, Colorado this year and we went to this animal shelter that actually like, it's the wild animal sanctuary that, that houses a lot of animals that were taken from the Tiger King's place actually. But you see like, that's how a real sanctuary and place should be run. It's like, like that, you know, where they, where they actually, um, you know, they, they're, they're taking animals that really shouldn't have been in, you know, captive, but, you know, and that can't be released and at least giving them a life, but keeping people at a distance. And so I feel like, you know, it, it really is, it, I, my own, my issue with the documentary maybe is that because it's so sensationalized, it, it's less about like, it's really, you know, it's less about how bad like the animal, you know, trade is here and these kind of roadside zoos. It's, it's not, it's it's not really it's shining a light on it, but not really going in depth about why it's so bad. But it's more about hey, look at these crazy characters. And oh, by the yeah. way, you know, roadside zoos are bad. You know? yeah, yeah. I agree. Yep, exactly. I agree. But yeah. Well, Justin, I'm glad you watched it at least so you yeah. could know what how we were thinking. I yeah. was just texting you guys and I was just like, I like someone I need to someone needs to watch yeah. this so I could uh, they could understand how I'm feeling right now. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm saying it's Yeah, everyone it's like that's what every I think everyone's seen it. It came out at yeah. the perfect time. Where like everyone's home, they're like, well, what, what, and it caught, you know. It, so, so do you guys trended. think that, what was the woman's name? The Carol Baskin? Ca, do, you, do you think she killed her husband? I, I do. You 157%. Do? <laughs> I remember, my girlfriend thinks that, doesn't think she did. Yeah, but, I, I, but I think I'm, I'm about 75% that she did. I'm I don't like know. 175%. <laughs> she did. She's. Like literally, the second See, we introduced her, and we just she was just like was crazy from the jump. Like she, yeah. she was like. A- but you, you often, if you read up about it, you find out that the uh, that her, his uh, accountant, uh, whatever Anna, whatever her name was, embe- embezzled like a lot of money. But we don't know yeah. what that was all about. Uh-huh. Right? Whether maybe yeah. he told her to take it, told her to take yeah. it, so tried to take it. The parent, the the kids actually did get a good settlement. Like, yeah. but then they went back for more money afterwards. So it's like, yeah, that's the problem is that I feel like they, they, they left a lot well, of that's, that's the thing about documentaries in general, it's particularly ones on Netflix. You guys know how it yeah. is about them. when it, so it's like, it's, I mean, we can't argue some of the very obvious things. Like also a documentary you guys should watch is about the bit about Bikram yoga. If you haven't yet. Yeah. I saw oh, yeah. that one's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, I mean, it's obvious that this guy, like you, there's certain things that are so obvious that like divine, yeah. Doesn't matter how they dramatized it or whatever, you can't argue that. Yeah. But at the same time, we do have to like remember that a lot of the stuff that we're watching is probably untrue. Yeah, I mean that's the problem is that they're like you know you get some documentaries that kind of do a job of really trying to like hear all the facts, here's every single side of the story. This one definitely has its agenda, so it's kind of like when you watch it, well, the agenda is you, entertainment. It, right off the bat, it's like most she was made to be a villain, and and. Uh, so that's where it's like hard to say, you know, di- because they really don't go into depth about like 
well, what's the deal with the accountant or what's the deal with the kid? You know, they kind of leave it out there for like, yeah, it's up to you to decide, but we think, you know, we want you to think she, she did it. And so that's where, um, you know, that's the part that's a little bit, you know, like, I, I don't know, you know, it's like, I, it, it makes for a great story and apparently like they're reopening it. And, um, yeah, yeah. But, but definitely like a, definitely like something that, you know, <laughs> they benefited from the, uh, from the oh, stay sure. at home. So. Sure. Sure. It's funny. So, um, well, speaking of stay at home, I think um, you want to discuss our main topic for today, right? Yeah. So, yeah, we have made our main thing. We're going to discuss really not a ton, but like, I guess some tips, um, well, not tips, but like equipment and apps that, that might work for home. And you guys might have some stuff to add to this. So um, I was going to you know, say, so you have things that are, you know, obviously like there's a lot of body weight stuff you can do and there's tons. Well, of first off, I think that the Gym Wits app is a good app that you could use at home, right? I mean, yeah, but it's only podcasts. So, you know, as That's much as you can though. find podcasts, the gym app is great. Yeah. <laughs> but um, beyond that, so, so, so equipment first, um, we'll talk about, uh, so you've got, you know, just regular TheraBands are great. That's what um, I've been using actually at home is just, um, you can go on Amazon. Amazon has like a great, you know, great sets of just like, you know, different resistance bands with um, handles that are interchangeable. You can combine resistance um, and they're great. Cause you know, you can get, you know, you get a good strength workout at home. Um, you know, and, and the bands go in a nice little bag, they go away when you don't need them. And, you know, they do a decent job of mimicking, you know, resistance with weights. It's not the same. Um, but for a lot of us, we're, we're in a situation where we don't have access to equipment. It's, you know, they're way better than them using nothing. Um, so you also have, um, if you want to get dumbbells, so the thing with dumbbells, obviously, is they take up a lot of space. Um, but, you know, you have the options of, you know, if you go the cheaper route, you can get, you know, the you know, the, the ones that have like the clips or the little, you know, rope kind of turning lock, you know, not locks where you can add or take away plates, but then you can also go for Bowflex makes their, um, their dumbbells that are interchangeable. Um, and then the high end is power blocks, which are, you know, but those are going to be like, you know, hundreds of dollars for power blocks and power blocks are great because they fit in a couple of, you know, you, you could fit it in like, you know, a square foot. Um, and the weights go from like five to like upwards of 90 pounds, depending on the, the mm. set you get. So those are really good. Cause then you can actually like between the power blocks, you know, you can then get a full, you know, weight training workout. Yeah. Um, have you guys used either, any of them? Sure. Before? Yeah. I, I have a, I have adjustable dumbbells, but not at my place here. Unfortunately, it's at yeah. my parents, Atlantic city house. So they're down there. I'd love for them to be here now. Yeah. Not that I couldn't buy another pair. They're, 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 the adjustable dumbbells are pretty cheap, but um, yeah. I could certainly go for um, some of the power blocks. Yeah, Those are, are really good. My, my favorite piece of equipment, I'm sure that it was on your list, is um, for home equipment, which is almost like a, I feel is a must-have, is a physio ball. I think yeah. that yeah. Um, it's, it's great even if you're going to weight train. Let's say you don't have a bench. It, it functions as a bench right for a lot yeah. of exercises even better than a bench in some ways there's just so many exercises you can do on a physio ball um it does yeah, take up a little bit a little bit of space um you can deflate it and inflate it though if you really need to it doesn't take that long it would be annoying to do that it's regularly. annoying if but if you have the space i feel it's just one of the one of the best home it's just so versatile there's just so many core exercises and things that you can do on it and it helps and it's it, it's a supplement to weight training is if you don't have a bench and, and you know so that's one that's my favorite piece of home equipment. yeah physical is, is also good because you can you if you wanted to you could use it as your chair on there you know there's some limited research on it on it being um better than uh, even for like attention and cognitive um ability uh better than sitting in a regular chair again you know like preliminary stuff but um there's some stuff, research out there but it's it's good it helps you maintain your posture 
Um, and it's great for obviously great for exercise. And there's a lot of stuff that you can do um, both with weights and with body weight. Yeah. Um, so a couple of things you can get that are on the cheaper side um, would be like a jump, jump rope, simple. Uh, if you have a, you know, if you have a backyard or a rooftop or, you know, space, on, you know, you're, you're on a floor where you're not worried about, you know, bothering other people. Um, jump rope is a great way to get cardio, um, works on react, you know, reaction time a little bit, works on hand-eye coordination, footwork. Um, you know, it's really fun workouts that you could do, you know, a 10-minute workout. You can get a lot done with the jump rope, especially if you're not running around outside. Um, yelling at Justin to move to the side. Um, so another couple things on the cheaper side again. Um, so gliding discs. So gliding discs are you know they sell all kinds, but basically they're kind of discs that can either that would slide on a hard surface. So you can use it to do a lot of different exercises. There's some really good upper body strength exercises with gliding discs um, that really force you because you're you're kind of fighting the friction. So because they're, they're made to slide on the floor, um, there's not a lot of friction, but you can use it in a way that you can do things like mountain climbers where you're sliding your legs in place. You can do like chest flies. Um, you can do all kinds of things with that. Um, it, you could also do the same with like some towels. Like we have some cheap old towels that you can also do, you know, similar exercises like sliding them on the floor, but gliding it's just sort of great plates, thing. right? They look like paper. Well, yeah, they, they do. They, they look like it. And you probably can like just take some plates. But the thing, and if stick. you have a wooden floor, you could probably just put paper plates down. Um, I, it or might no? be, I've never tried it. It might be too much friction, but maybe. I've never tried it, so it could work. Or even, or even on a rug, too, I think that would. I think paper plates would probably work better on a rug. Like, if you have a hard surface on a rug, it will work better. Right. And then the, the discs will be a cloth surface on a floor so there, there's some that come with two sides where one side's hard one side soft so that the if you're on a hard floor the soft side and if you're on a um softer surface then you'd use the hard side to slide yeah it. yeah i have them they're great yeah um so then you know if you're getting a more moderate um price range looking at like a, a pull-up bar so you know obviously if you want to get my book um it, uh, you could do you know use a door frame pull-up bar and um that's also great it's just you know with, with any of those you always have to be make sure that the the doorway you're using it is sturdy enough to actually you know hold the pull-up bar and there are different kinds of pull-up bars that have different mechanisms so you want to make sure that the one that you have um fits whatever specs you know, there are, you know, for the, for, you know, or that your door frame fits the specs for the bar. Um, but that can be great. Um, and they're not limited. You know, if you can't do a pull-up, um, they're not limited to only pull-ups. There are t lots of different modified things you can do with it. If you have the bar, then you can use bands with it. Um, you can use bands to do pull-ups with it. You could do, you know, exercises where you're, you're wrapping the bands around it. So that's an option. Um, and then uh, the TRX is obviously a great option, although they might be sold out. I know that they're, they're probably, they're benefiting a lot from this because um, uh, a lot of people are getting TRX to work out at home. It's a great um, device to work out at home. If, if, you know, most people know what it is now, but if you don't, think of it as like a couple of long, you know, nylon straps with handles um, and you attach it to an elevated surface. So you attach it to like a doorway um, and it'll, it'll, again, as long as it's a sturdy door, it, there's a mechanism to set it up where it just hooks on the other side of a door with a sandbag, and it'll be solid in place as long as the door is solid and in place. Um, and you can do all kinds of exercises with that. So it's mostly body weight exercises you can do, but um, it, you know you can get a full full body workout, you can get cardio, strength, all kinds of things. Um, they can be modified to be very easy, you know, relatively easy. Um, if you're getting start just starting and it, then things can be progressed to be very, very difficult um, if you're, you know, pretty advanced. So another great way to get exercise in at home. And again, it's a small piece of equipment that would fit in a tiny little bag when you're not using it. Yeah. 
what's um what was that piece of equipment we used once it was my favorite piece of equipment ever it basically strapped to like every limb of your body oh, and it gave resistance I, I can't find that anywhere yeah they, you you have to go to like the major like trade kind of um magazines do, do you still have do you still have those i, I had it at a gym and it disappeared so i don't know i think it's called like the total body resistance trainer or something i mean it's just basically like a, a band that attaches love, to your or, thing was so a belt awesome. that attaches to the waist and then it add then there's straps that attach to the like wrists like with bands and then that attach to the ankles with bands so you're kind of like full resistance with whatever you do um but yeah like the, that's great but i think that they don't sell it like generally it's not really a you know a, available commercially but i'm sure you could find it like you go to like perform better which is like the generally the site that most people like professional fitness professionals and gyms will use um for a lot of equipment like that's you'll probably find something similar to that mm -hmm. on a site like that um and then obviously i think on the more expensive um you know and there's like the peloton which has been hugely popular and you know for what it's worth like i, I always kind of thought of it as like kind of gimmicky but everyone that i know that has it um loves it um and so obviously like you know it's a, it's a effectively like a cycling bike but with a screen that you know where you can kind of take you know take um classes um and people love it so it also comes with like home workouts too yeah there's more than just like the bike workouts and they have the peloton treadmill now too mm. oh they do so, oh wow okay <laughs> yeah so they have Makes the sense. bike and the treadmill so yeah i mean that's a big a big investment for sure, you pay for yeah. the equipment and then you pay for like the monthly subscription, I believe, for all yeah. the workouts and classes and stuff. But yeah, I have a client, um, two, a couple clients actually, that have it and it really is, especially now, they said they used to never really use it, which is interesting, but now like, cause they're home, yeah. um, you know, they've been using it a lot more. Yeah. So. And then the last equipment, um, again, on the expensive side is called the mirror. I can think it's mirror. Oh that yeah. The mirror. Like that. Yeah. And, and again, like I, you know, I don't, I've heard some feedback on it that it's pretty good, but again, it's one of those kind of great things for on-demand workouts and, um, that you, you know, it has basically effectively a trainer looking back at you telling you what to do. Um, so it, you know, it's great for some motivation. It's great for, you know, getting the form proper, you know, proper form. Um, it's expensive. Um, and it's a similar thing where it's like, you have to pay for that and then pay for your subscription fee. But, um, it's, uh, you know, for a lot of people seem to like it and, um, might be useful if you can afford it. Um, and I don't, again, with a lot of these, I don't know if there's, you know, if they're shipping, um, or if they're, you know, on back order or what, but might be something worth looking into if you're, you're finding it, you know, hard to exercise at home. So here's a variation on, on the mirror thing. If you have a fire stick, a Roku TV, they have the same basic, a very similar service. Yeah. Every major streaming uh, provider gives us some sort of subscription-based service, which is probably significantly cheaper. I don't know how much it, I've never done it, but yeah. it's a very similar concept where they have trainers right on your TV. So it's not on a mirror on the wall, but it's on your, on your, on your TV, basically showing you a lot of exercise and going through everything. So if you really want a subscription service of that nature, I mean, there's a bazillion of them, Yeah. but um, I know that Roku and Fire Stick have, um, have streaming work fitness services. So many, so many do as well. Yeah. So yeah. that might be a cheaper version than getting a mirror. Yeah. yeah. I just started, um, I have like a new, uh, like Google TV and they have a, yeah. an app where it's called, uh, and I think it's just a regular app, but I just happened to find it in my Google apps. It's called, um, Jim Ando, Jim Mando or something like that. G Y M A N D O I believe. And anyways, um, I've been doing, um, literally 25 minute total body 
um, total body strength training workouts. And I happen, I do have dumbbells, so that's why I'm able to do it. And then um, 30 minute yoga classes. Mm. And I'm finding them like really easy to follow. Um, and it's really great because it actually, you can like pick a program. So I pay, it's like $5 a month, but like when you do the free service, you don't really get a lot. Like you get a couple of things, but yeah. when you pay for it, you pick your programs and it tells you, we recommend you do this three times a week and you put the day that you want to get it done. And then when you're done, you're able to like rate, was this easy? Was this hard? Was it just right? They have like little challenges throughout so you can document your progress. Um, so I haven't used that part in full, but just having the fact that like, I know like tomorrow on Tuesday, I'm doing a total body workout. All I have to do is like press play and it's good to go. Yeah. And yeah, so I guess that, that kind of is a good transition into the, or segue into like the other, the apps. So like there are like dozens of apps and like some of them I know of and some I was doing some research and some I have clients, but you know, there's so many that if you, if you did a search for like best fitness apps, um, and you went to 10 different sites, you, you know, you might get a hundred different apps. So like everybody, you know, has different ways of sourcing them, but some of the ones that really did stand out. So, um, one great app that I, I use, um, is called fit radio. So fit radio is not necessarily for exercise, but it's music. Um, so basically there are a bunch of DJs that create their own playlists. So fit radio is great for group fitness instructors because you don't have to like that's fine. Spend the time doing your music. You just have DJs who kind of put their own things together, and they, you know, you can you can search based on beats per minute, versus based on genre, based on the type of class, based on the type of activity. Um, so I thought that's just kind of a cool app. Um, if let's say you you're you know what you want to do, but you maybe are having a hard time finding the music, or you're bored with listening to the same things, um, that's one that I I use. It is a streaming. Uh, I mean, it is a subscription uh, service, so you know that's something to consider. Um, like for me, it's worth it because I, I'm use, I use it when I teach classes, but, um, you know, that, that's one thing that I wanted to, um, bring up. Um, so then there's a, an app called Forte, which like a lot of these other things, um, is live streaming fitness classes. So that's one that people t tend to like, um, there's JetFit, which, uh, is a little bit more geared towards strength training. Um, one of my clients uses an app called the seven minute workout. Um, and it's like a circuit training app. And I, I, I looked at it with him the other day and it's actually pretty cool. So you basically kind of put in your parameters, um, and it designs a seven minute workout for you. And, you know, they basically have, you know, as it's going on, there's, you know, the, the, you know, it shows you somebody doing the exercises and you can just follow along seven minutes and you're done. And I think for a lot of us, um, who are used to spending hours at the gym, you're not going to be spending an hour at the gym, but if you can do, you know, 10 minutes a day, seven minutes a day, um, that will keep your habit going. So it's better to kind of do something than nothing. So I, I find that that that's very um, useful. Um, another app that I have a couple, a few friends that really, really love is um, the Nike Run Club and also yes. the Nike, the Nike Training Club. I just so, started it. Yeah. So the Nike Run Club. The other part of my workouts are my running. <laughs> yeah. So Nike Run Club is for the running and the Nike Training Club is if you want to do more of like a group fitness, um, your, you know, hit strength training, you know, in place type of class. So if you, ha you know, um, so those I think work well together and maybe Tony, so what's your experience so far with the Nike Run yeah, Club? Yeah. So with the Nike running thing, it's really great because you guys know you helped me through my half marathon, like two, almost maybe three years ago that I've yeah. literally like ever since then I like barely run. It's crazy. <laughs> so anyways, I, you know, with everything going on, um, I started running again and it was really nice to have a coach in your ear, literally talk you through and help pace you. So you have your first run, your second run. I just did my first speed run yesterday and he literally tells you, okay, at this pace, like do this pace, like you should be able to go for 
you know, if you were going to run a 5k, this is, that's the type of pace you want to be running right now. It's like, you're not pushing yeah. yourself. And then like, you can play your music with it. And then he'll come back in like two minutes later and be like, okay, now pick it up a little bit or slow it down. Or like, so it's just nice to kind of have someone in your ear, literally telling you what to do. But instead of it being like a training class, it's uh, you're running. Um, and so I find that really motivating um, and it tracks your, it tracks everything between your distance, your pace. Um, I'm not sure if it does your heart rate. I mean, I have my Fitbit that does that, but anyways, yeah, I, I really, really, I really, really enjoy it. It's a lot easier to know, okay, I'm running for 22 minutes or I'm running for 25 minutes or the longest run so far is like 27. And it's like a lot easier to do when you have someone talking to you and you also know what kind of a little bit about what you're doing. And he's very motivating. Um, it's his name's coach Bennett and he's very motivating in just the way he talks to you. He, he really makes you feel like a champion. <laughs> like, <That's> <laughs> I love it. I really, really love it. And then, so there are a couple more that I actually do have and have used at different times. So there's, um, freeletics body weight, um, which is again, just, just what it is. It's body weight exercises. So if you have no equipment and you have no intention of getting anything, then, you know, a bunch of body weight exercises that you can do, um, at home, no equipment, uh, in a short period of time. Um, there's fitness buddy. Um, a fitness buddy tends to be a little bit more geared towards having a gym. So it might be more if you have a home gym, but there's a, a great library of exercises. I love, you know, the app to me is very intuitive, easy to use. Um, you can add your own exercises to it. Um, and then there's, um, kettlebell, um, yeah, that's just the name of the app kettlebell. Um, at the, there's also like LOLO on the side. If you're, if there are a number of apps that say it, but I like that one. Cause again, it's a nice kettlebell training workout. So I guess actually something I didn't include on the list of equipment. Um, now that I'm thinking about it is get, just getting a kettlebell. Like if you get like a, you know, depending on your own strength level and, and your experience with the kettlebells, like if I had a 20, 30 pound kettlebell, that'd be great. You know, just having one, you know, moderate weight kettlebell, you could do a lot of things with it. Um, and so kind of, yeah, if you have like, that's a great app. If you do have a kettlebell and you want to get some workouts in with that, um, can't go do wrong with the kettlebell. adjustable kettlebells? Is there, they actually do. Is there a way to make that work? There, they, they, it, it exists. Um, I, I think you check on Amazon. I, know, I have a friend that um, did use them and he, you know, from what I remember, he liked it you know, worked well. Um, but yeah, no, there are adjustable kettlebells. Um, oh, adjustable kettlebells. I didn't hear what you said. Yeah. Yeah. So there are, and there, you know, there's like, you know, I've always, I thought about like, you know, there's gotta be a contraption where you can kind of like put a kettlebell handle on a regular dumbbell and it exists. Um, I don't know how much I trust it, but, um, <laughs> but if, yeah, if you could do kettlebells, great. Um, and, uh, so yeah, that, that's really all I have. Anything you guys want to add for things that you know, people might want to think about adding to their home, uh, workout? I think that's quite a bit. I mean, YouTube, it's not as like yeah. streamlined, but like, yeah. like my, like, I feel like if you want it to do like, depending on what you have, I tell a lot of my clients this, like to explore, like, okay, if you don't have equipment and you're just starting in fitness, put in like home workouts for beginner. And then you know that you want it to be under 10 minutes that are under 10 minutes, like for women or like, you know, like as specific as you want it, you can put that in and it'll usually spit back something yeah. that you can yep. follow. Actually, you know, funny, a friend, remember we interviewed a guy a while back from Anabolic Aliens? Remember that, Justin? Yeah, yeah, of course. So one of my clients actually just by happenstance happened upon his website and he was like, yeah, I was doing some exercises. Uh, there was that website or this, uh, you know, YouTube account, Anabolic Aliens. Like, oh yeah, we interviewed that guy. So <laughs> yeah, there's all, tons of stuff online. So 
Yeah. And also um, a lot of people are doing live workouts that you can like yeah. sign up with the trainer, get a zoom link, do it. Like I, I offered that a couple of times. Um, even in my Facebook group, I had a trainer come in and do a live workout. I'm not doing it as consistently, but I know some of my, my friends who are dietitians are like teaming up with trainers and literally offering kind of like, their, it's a great idea. Um, I've thought about it. I was like, Hey, we should just do like a gym with workout, but I have zero motivation to do it. Do it. Right, you know well, people would join. Oh, first of well, all, I also want to say thank you, everyone who you, we've been getting so many messages about when are we going to get back together. We really miss your episodes, um, emails, and recently, like we've had it even more. And it's just a coincidence that we just so happened to decided to get together again. And so the feedback's been wonderful. So thank you, guys. We like we yes, have thank we, you very we much. have like super fans, and it, it really. We're really sorry. I also like feel like we should apologize because like I don't think we realized how much people would actually yeah. like us. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> so I don't know. It's been really nice. So, um, yeah. So thanks, guys, for all of the the warm wishes back. And yeah, Ryan, we have to do that. So yeah, all right. Because <laughs> yeah, we said it. <laughs> yeah, I, should, I shouldn't have said anything though. No, really, we should. It would be fun. It would be fun to do. So we really should. Why don't we just try? Maybe just to start. Like we'll do it one time see how it goes and then from there we don't have to be like uh it doesn't have to be like a one week thing it could just yeah. be like a one-time thing for now i mean i love the idea i don't have to do anything <laughs> well you have to work yeah, out you, you have to show uh, up I'll, to work yeah. out. I'll do that when it sounds too good to be true when you're really not sure just what you should do look around chances are you're on That's Mo Corner. So I was um, I was on YouTube watching different fitness and martial arts channels, and I saw this guy come on. He sort of looked familiar, and he's Goomba-ish. And um, he he started saying, "Oh, as you get older, you know, you lose muscle mass, and this is things sort of almost true things like that." And he said, but you don't, ha you can get strong without weight training, without doing heavy resistance training. You know, there's secrets of the ancient masters. And then once he said that, I was like, oh man, but I knew who, where he was going with this anyway. And his name is Richard Clear. And he's got a whole bunch of different martial arts channels, websites. He teaches uh, Tai Chi and Kung Fu and, and, and stuff like that. Maybe Silat and these sort of semi-bullshito martial arts, uh, but most, not that all of those are bad. Um, they have, a lot of them are, are very cool for whatever reason, but it's when you put it under self-defense and you start teaching things like the dim mock and the one-touch KO where you can focus your chi power to achieve these impossible goals. And then on top of that, more just it, which a very irresponsible thing to do is to tell is to tell people that oh as you get older you can get stronger without having to weight train if you take if you learn my tai chi system and mm. not that look tai chi is a is a cool exercise but that's not what he's advertising he's advertising that you could get stronger right and maintain muscle mass you know and you don't have to weight train which it's it's actually very irresponsible you should be weight training as you get older it's actually something that is recommended by uh, doctors scientists uh, physical therapist everyone and there you have this guy coming on basically saying 
you know, learn my Tai Chi system for strength and self-defense. Anyone can do it. Anyone can learn this, right? Those types of things like that. And it's just complete bullshito. Mm-hmm. And um, so if you run into uh, anything from Richard Clear, right, just know what you're getting into, that, you, that you're not going to focus your teaching your chi power to knock someone out with just with your with, with your pinky you're not going to get stronger by focusing inner chi look there could be some cool things with that maybe psychologically it helps if you want to get stronger you need to lift weights i mean it's pretty much that simple yeah. or do some sort of resistance training uh if you want to get good at, at martial arts you need to train in real martial arts not some uh, if you if, look, if you enjoy, enjoy doing Tai Chi for the whatever benefits and it's a cool Tai Chi system, that's great. And you should do it. But for the things he's advertising, he's, it, he's, it's, he's a scam artist. Yeah. Well, it's, it's like, um, it, it reminds me of like, um, like some of the, like Pilates instructors used to say, remember like when, when, when Pilates was a huge thing and Madonna was doing it and she was like ripped and people say, yeah, I got to do Pilates. I want to look like Madonna. It's like, well, you know, look, you know, Pilates is great. And I, I, I love Pilates. I think it, there's a lot of value to it, sure. but you're not going to get ripped doing it. You know, it's like, look, she's ripped because she's doing, you know, she's probably eating, you know, she has a, she can hire a nutritionist and a trainer and she's dancing all the time, you know, rehearsing. And, and it was like, there's a reason why she looks the way she does. It's not just that she does Pilates. And, and um, so it's kind of the same thing. It's like, there's probably a lot of value there's a lot of value to Tai Chi, sure. um, but to say that like, you know, it's going to solve all your problems and build strength and, and probably, you know, probably talks about it being, you know, the, the best martial art for self-defense and all this stuff. And it's like, look, there's value to it, but you've you got to be honest in, in what you're selling. And if you tell people that like, you know, you, you lose any credibility if you're, if you're saying that, you know, Tai Chi is also a needs for self-defense or, you know, yeah, you don't need to lift weights when you get older. Cause all you got to do is this, like, sure. I'm sure there's some great stuff you can do with Tai Chi. But, sure. like, yeah, just kind of you lose credibility when you talk. And, and also, he's not doing the, the the tai chi that is recommended. He's doing some weird self defense version of it that he claims to, that he that his system of it. So it's not like if you go on and have a real tai chi instructor that's a fitness based program. It's not that. It's some weird. He also has literally theater. like zero. I'm on his website right now because I was curious. Um, he has like zero credentials next to his name. Like mm. not even not like nothing. Uh, and listen, credentials aren't everything, but they are if you're going to be claiming things like this. But, yeah. you know, it's so funny because I think about the science, the, the scientists we had, and that's in air quotes, like, <laughs> he, like yeah, read studies. Chief scientist. So, yeah. he, it says Master um, Clear began teaching in 1985 and has over 30 years of continuous study in Tai Chi, martial arts, psychology, philosophy, alternative medicine, and <laughs> You just read about it? Like, yeah. I just... <laughs> yeah, like that, that, yeah. that sentence alone should make you think, okay, this guy's a quack. Literally, <laughs> like, yeah. sorry, I just had to put that out there. Yeah. No. Like, you have no, no credentials next to your name, but continuous study. It's like, yeah. 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 Well, it just falls into, like, normal. Like, there's no pet magic pill. If someone does try to sell you the magic pill, then... I mean, we're, you know, we're seeing it now with, with the pandemic and, you know, it's like, yeah, you, you, you have every, you know, we have to let science happen. <laughs> like, like, you know, you know, with anything, it's like, you know, there, there's a process and uh, there's no, there's no easy way through it, whether it's learning self-defense or, you know, coming up with a vaccine or treating an illness, you know, it's like, they're, they're just, things take time and work. And uh, although I think that positive thinking is a good thing to have. During- <laughs> you can think positively. But you still need the actions. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But you're not going to gain many actions if you don't, positive actions if you don't think positively. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) 
episode with that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Where, yeah I forget what number. It was, was a debate. It was a debate. It was yeah, a good one. Yeah. Um, right, yeah, so, yeah. I was going to say, no, because um, kind of we talked about like fitness apps. We didn't really talk so much about nutrition apps, but I just, we don't even need to really go there just in the sense that I do feel like now a lot of people, um, they're probably going one or two ways. And I feel like if people listening are probably going this way where they're trying to make changes towards their eating habits. So like there's most, some people that are just completely just like, this is not the time for me and that's fine. But it's like, they're just like literally like cut off to like wanting to learn, you know, improving their diet or whatever. They have a lot of stress going on and they're not paying attention to it. And then we have the other type, the other kind of person that is um, finding that there's a lot going on, they're really stressed and they're looking for some kind of control. And so now they're doing it by maybe doing maybe extreme diets or like falling for a lot of the scams of like taking shakes and supplements and stuff like that. And I just wanna be clear that we can utilize this time to really build a solid foundation that you're going to need once this is over, cause it's gonna be over, which is all of the basic things. Like you don't have to do anything extreme. We just, everybody really needs to just focus on on, you know, maybe eating three meals a day or drinking more water or um, adding more vegetables to your day or changing your snack choices and stuff like that. And now's a really good time to kind of work on building a solid foundation. Um, and so one, app, even though we didn't really talk about nutrition apps, I do want to just say that I, I recently have um, I created a course back in January, I believe I released it in January. It's called the Healthy Living's Foundations course. And it actually does just that. It's a four week course that teaches people literally everything they need to know about kind of nutrition and committing to a healthier lifestyle. It goes, it talks about like the mindset required. There's a whole module about macronutrients, what each macronutrient is and how much your body needs. Mm. Um, there's everything from learning how to read the nutrition fact label to which tracking system is best for you. If you do want to use an app or maybe you don't want to use an app to how to order, uh, navigate social situations when we're able to socialize again and ordering in food and looking at a menu, um, creating like boundaries with your loved ones because maybe they're not on the same kind of plan as you or they, are, they don't value their health as much as you do. Um, there's a whole module about like meal prep basics and how you don't have to fit everything in Tupperware containers and make it look perfect. But you know, there is a method hmm. to being able to cook healthy food and doing it quick and efficiently. There's a whole module about like emotional eating. There, there's a lot, like there's a lot in there. And I wanted to kind of let our listeners know that during this time, we can take advantage of things like that, like this course, if you wanted to, rather than kind of going into that rabbit hole of repeating old habits and behaviors of being maybe super restrictive or just doing another quote, like juice cleanse or detox or whatever, and really just learn the foundational, the functional steps that you need. So that way, any goal that you have after that is actually going to be sustainable and you're actually going to be able to achieve it. Because if you don't have a genuine understanding or a healthy relationship with food, um, um, then whatever you do is just, it's not going to stay. So I just wanted to let the listeners know that if they wanted to do that course, 
Um, I am actually offering it at 50% off until the pause has been lifted worldwide. Because um, I understand that this awesome. has impacted everybody completely differently. And I, I want to make sure that they're able to do it. So it's really for anyone. It's 50% off. You go to www.tipswithtony.com slash courses. And there's more information there. And if you have any questions, you could always um, contact me directly at tipswithtony at gmail.com. Cool. And then actually, so we have uh, one of the things, so an interesting study. So this is a nutrition related study and it actually, I think it works well with your approach to nutrition because it's not, um, this talks about kind of diets. Um, and then, um, you know, you, you'll see how kind of, I think it works well with, with, you know, how, how you approach kind of nutrition. So basically it's, it was published in the British medical or in, B, in the BMJ or the British medical journal. Um, and it taught, it basically is about how most diets will lead to some level of weight loss, but generally level off. Um, after a year. And so this one used 121, um, it, it was a review of 121 randomized trials. Um, it included 21,942 patients, um, and the average age was about 49 years old. Um, and they, the kind of parameters were that the, you know, that the um, studies that they were looking at followed some kind of a popular diet, so like Atkins, you know, ish, you know, zone, those types of diets. Um, that it used a control um, and that there was, they reported weight loss as well as um, cardiovascular risk, risk factors. So blood pressure, change in blood pressure and things like that. Um, so what, what they found was that there was not a huge difference between different diets as far as the actual weight loss. Um, some had little more than others, but there was a range of about 3.5 kilograms um, to 5.5 kilograms um, after six months. And that basically they started to slow or level off at about 12 months. Um, what they found was that for most of the diets, the cardio risk, cardiovascular risk factors also were better after six months, but effectively disappeared after 12, except for the Mediterranean diet. Um, so again, found this fairly trivial difference between the diets. And I guess one of the takeaways from the the study was that what we really should you know look at is kind of shifting away from like the specific diet, you know, shift away from the idea of like being on a diet, but more, you know, focused on a, you know, how to maintain the weight loss. So if you do lose, you know, whatever amount of weight after a year, how do you maintain that? And also that the, you know, nutrition um, it, it commercially has been so focused on how to lose weight, what to take away from your diet, that we should also start to maybe change the focus to things that we should in include in the diet, like, you know, fruits and vegetables, um, you know, vitamins, drinking a lot of water, you know, and um, so that we, we may need, you know, we want to kind of reframe how we think about diet so that you're, you're not only looking at like, let's how much weight can we lose? Because that, you know, for most cases, if you're only focused on that, you're, you got about a year worth and then, you know, things become a, a problem. Right. Yeah. I mean, I always felt that that's how we should teach people, especially when you tell someone they can't have something, they automatically want to have it. Yeah. So that's like, they're like the first thing I implement with my clients is like no foods off limits and they automatically have permission to eat carbs again. And they're just like, what do you mean? Like, this is amazing. And now they know, now they don't want to binge on their carbs that they used to binge on before because they know that they can have it at any time. Yeah. So that's part of it. The other part too, is it's always easier to add in than it is to subtract. Um, you know, we're, we're now living in a very, you know, we're very, where food is abundant and all that stuff. But I mean, for many, many years, 
if we'd had, we did, we have to, we had to hunt and gather our food. You think about our, our grandparents probably grew up in the depression for most of us, like food was scarce. I know my dad like barely ate meat. And if he did, it was like the, like the birds in the backyard. Cause that he grew up poor, like that, and that wasn't many years ago, you know? So yeah. we are, our, our whole past is being in a place where we felt like food wasn't there and it was scarce. So if you ever put someone in a place of feeling like they're restricted, their natural kind of like our natural mechanisms are going to kick in and make it really challenging for us to be able to kind of adhere to that. So yeah, I mean, that's something I always focus on. And also too, like health is a lot more than just your weight. It's about feeling mentally healthy. It's about having energy. It's about having normal bowel movements, having good skin, um, you know, your metabolic health, like you said, with like heart disease and um, diabetes and all those things. So, and like the thing is, is when you focus on the lifestyle factors and just kind of feeling good and being overall healthy, then one positive side effect to that is usually weight loss. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've always like, if you're focusing on just the weight loss, that's not um, going to be beneficial in any way. Yeah. So, yeah, I agree. I mean, that's great that that kind of showed that. Anything to add, Justin? You looked like you were... I, no, I mean... Oh, okay, cool. It, I just soaking it in. Yeah. I mean, we've we've long... Not, not that I'm an expert in any field, but we've long since sort of thought that, preached that, that the, the, the concept, and I think we even made a uh, fortune cookie out of it. It's not a, you know, don't, you know, don't diet, live it, right? You can't call it, it as soon as you call it a diet, it's just, just so many negative connotations. It's almost like right off the bat, you're asking for, you know, uh, you know, it's, you're asking for failure, yeah. basically. And more, you've said it, Tony said it a million times, it's, it's all about lifestyle choices, you know, and, and approaching things that are sustainable. And just the, the whole concept of, res, of restricting, like we know that there are some instances where it's necessary, but just as, a, as an overall, it just never, it never feel, felt right as a sustainable option. So. Yeah, yeah for sure. That's it. <laughs> cool. All right, great. Well, I guess that's it. I'm not, not much else to add. Um, so that, well, we're three, three weeks in a row. Uh, nice. we've, we've got this done. So, <laughs> so something good's coming out of, out of this, uh, uh sure. disaster. Um, and, and it looks like actually, I think like, if, I guess the rates of hospitalizations are going down in New York. Yeah. Um, it seems like people are actually taking social distancing seriously. Maybe, you know, maybe we're, maybe there's a light at the end of the tunnel at some point. So I hope so. I, I was honestly thinking both like when this all started, this was going to be a while. If everyone keeps I, this is I get nervous when they tell us that things are getting better because I think people might not take it seriously. Yeah. Well, so I'm like, you know, it's like it's great, but even when yeah. it's lifted, I, 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 me and my whole family, we all agreed like we're probably still not gonna like be rushing as much as we miss. Yeah. We're not gonna be rushing to be in like big crowds. Yeah. Get, well, I think it has to be done, you know, smartly, and I think you know, I think the problem is that you're seeing some signs in some countries that are starting to lift that there you know seems to be kind of a re you know reinfection or re you know kind of a i forget the word they've been using for it, but it's, it's coming yeah. back and so she said that that happened yeah so we kind of have to be careful so quarantine yeah so it might be a situation where you you know for a while we're still gonna have to keep you know people out 
uh, you know, keep certain populations home, you know, get, you know, slowly kind of stagger back people back to the workforce. And I think that until there's a vaccine, we'll probably be in a situation where a lot of businesses are still going to kind of work with rolling like groups, you know, at home and then at, at, in the office. And so, yeah, it's like, the, you know, probably won't see, you know, we, I don't know that we'll ever return back to normal, you know, normal. Mm. Um, but we're still looking at a, a while, but, you know, maybe, maybe we can go back to work in a few months or, or in a few weeks. So, uh, you know, who knows? We'll, we'll see. Um, yeah, yeah. But, all right. Well, I guess uh, it's another one in the books. Uh, hope we'll get, we'll, we'll get together uh, next weekend and keep, you know, keep up recording. Um, but that's it. I'm Ryan George. I'm Justin Guild, a.k.a. Chef Sonic, reminding you that truth does not sell. And I'm Tony Maranucci, a.k.a. Sips with Tony, a registered dietitian, helping you get healthy one bite at a time. We are the Gym Wits. <laughs> <laughs>